Sessions with Mary Jane, with Brendan O'Brien and Rena Ezra. Brendan. Rena. Introduce the awesomeness ever spectacular Philabaganzer. I don't know what these well, words are. Well, the awesomeness extravaganzer, Philabaganzer, not lame individual whatsoever. Though her social media and other ways of contacting her might tell you otherwise, this is not Megan Lame, it's Megan Lane. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. You're... I don't know what's going on half the time, but yeah. I was here for it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I, I wish I did it better. Okay, let's do it again. I wish I did it worse, no, 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 I was here for it. Yeah. So I was um, captivated. Do you happen to know what you smoked earlier today? Um. Yes, I don't remember the name of it. It was a sativa. Um, okay. I didn't know if of the joint that what I had. Brendan and I had from NJ Weedman's joint. Yeah, yeah, some pineapple express from the New Jersey Weedman. Yeah, because I was Jordan. It's like wedding cake or so. I don't know. These names are amazing. That's that's like the best part about weed. The one that I get it from has a whole description and it's like, good one to last your high all day. And then other things are like, if you want to be in the couch, you will be in the couch. (laughs) And I'm like, save you for the weekend. (laughs) And then the functioning ones I use during the week. I love these voices. That's really great. Yeah. That's, That's like one of the good things that by now, like at this point in time where weed has become legal in both New York and New Jersey, very quick within each other. It was like yeah, a Jer- but it's like, how quick are the shops going to go up? Exactly. Because like I have been waiting. Yes. And if it's going to be more expensive than what I already get from, like in the city, you could get delivery service. Really? Yeah. So there's a bunch that are in Manhattan and then only some of them branch out to like Williamsburg, Bushwick because mm-hmm. the bridge is free. So I have friends that live up in Bushwick, and they get from one. And so I get from there, and they just deliver it to you in, like, a little uh, mail package um, that it looks like. You know, it's just going to be on Prime. They have a menu. Yeah. It's just going to be on yeah, Prime. Yeah, but it's like if they're going to be... If the drone's going to drop it to my house. It's supposed to be cheaper, right? If uh, I don't know. I guess they're going to... Because that's what I think I heard. Like, it's supposed to be so it can be, like better tax-wise for the state yeah. or something. Hmm. So I, I don't know. I feel like they're going to do a Netflix thing where they're going to be like, hey, this is so freaking cheap. They're going to make this it cheaper. This is Viceland. Yeah, and they're going to be... They're gonna, <laughs> We're like, out here. They're going to lure you in. New York. Well, come out here. You want to get me your bud tenders? You want to be a bud with your buds? Come out. And they're going like, to undercut everyone's your price. With your and then when, and when everyone goes out of business, then they're going to be like, all right, all together, let's rise. And it's going to go up like three times the price that it was. I don't yeah. know. Yo, five. I'm excited, though, for those... Cyber Monday deals. Yeah, they gotta have Cyber Monday deals. Yes. On Holiday deals. Like California probably already has that stuff. Jesus and Marrow. Yes, um, love them. And we were watching a clip when they were interviewing. Oh, I forget. He's from like Human Giant and stuff. The actor Bob or Huel something. I can't remember his name. But he was close talking enough. About how in California, he was like, it's amazing, because Jesus and Mary were like, we still get it from our guy, yeah. like, we still gotta yeah. get it from a connect, yeah. Yeah. and if that connect doesn't answer you, then you might not have any for a few yeah, days, right. or something. Yeah. And it, from him being from California, he was like, it's still fascinating to me that you guys live like that. He was, they go into grocery stores, and like, half of them are, have Bud as I well. Know, like it's such a yeah. different world. I've never been over there. I've never been California. anywhere. You've never been to California? Never, or Colorado, anywhere where it's legal. I've never been. Where, when are you going? Which one are you going to first? I don't know. <laughs> California, maybe, because I have a few friends that went out there after um, I mean, you are an actor. So yeah. I, well, I, I know people over there, and then one of my 
other friends does photography for Netflix, and she, um, like, the promotional stuff for Instagram and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Well, before we dive in any further, we did not bestow upon you your challenge yet. Um, Also, (laughs) Brendan, if you want to give a little blurb, or, Megan, if you want to do that, just, like, quick words that describe who you are. For people who've listened to don't know you or people who want to Quick find words out that describe me yeah want to find out more about you because we didn't say we didn't say oh megan lane lane oh sorry i just said your instagram handle you're yeah. Lane, lane. Yeah, either one but megan the so and so so and so so and so we just said a name so i just want to make sure we always give context yeah because we're gonna get into some um, specifics I at this. Yeah. Like, what the challenge or context things to describe myself uh, i have to say words like that or you could say snack foods or, or you snack foods Ooh, colors, i like that or textures I like that. whatever way you exactly want to it didn't yeah i didn't specify yeah um okay uh s- snack foods well, I'm just thinking regular foods, pasta. Mm-hmm. But mostly because I want to eat Parmesan cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, on its own, so, straight yeah, up. Pretty yeah, pretty much, but that's not, like, acceptable. Parmesan so. cheese yeah. on its own. Yeah, like, yeah, by the bar? but it's not acceptable, so I have to eat pasta to <laughs> justify my Parmesan I eat ricotta cheese. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, the amount of Parmesan cheese I go through, like, I get it from the wow. deli, yeah. and it'll just be the ones that, like, they make... I just, I go through so much. What is it? What is it about Parmesan cheese? Right? I don't fucking know. Because like, you don't even taste it half the time. It's just like, such a sweet, of, all, of all the cheeses, yeah, the, that you said. Yeah, like, not, like, not mozzarella, not ricotta, not cheddar. You don't even have to put it in a fridge. Like, <laughs> that, that shit is weird. But, That's so bizarre, okay, but we so love it. So, pasta, let's say. Yeah. Also, um, Parmesan cheese, I think, too, right? I Parmesan think cheese. you got to put that in there. You gotta put pasta, that in there. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Parmesan cheese again. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, turquoise mm-hmm. color. Oh, Same mm-hmm. with burgundy. Mm-hmm. Solid. Those are Equal or burgundy. How many do you like to say? No, that's uh, it. That's good. I mean, uh, yeah. 902. Okay. <laughs> She's just going to go the whole Why rest of the episode. 10? Like, my brain just went, you got to say 10. Because lists of 10 are so satisfying. When you can get to 10 of anything, it feels good. It's like, I was getting to 5. I got 5 was good. Really yeah. All right, one more. So... Um, uh, um, ice cream. Ice cream. I'm addicted to ice cream. I had to cut it out a few days ago. Wow. I had it for like four days. It's like self-control. You feel good? How do you feel? You miss it? Wait. No, it's definitely been two days. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'm eating ice cream right now. (laughs) I was like, this said I'm being good after this one. Every weekend, it's an endless cycle. It's just so good. I was like, I'm not going to order Grubhub this week, and then Sunday came around, I was like, little one pasta. And I got pasta. Now, have you had pasta, parmesan cheese, and ice cream all together at the oh. same time before? No, but I've definitely had dinner. Like, I, I, I eat in increments of, like, 20 minutes, so I, like, shovel everything in my mouth, and uh-huh. then I'm like, oh, I'm so full! And then 20 minutes later, I'll be like, okay, I'm hungry again. And I just eat in, like, weird interv- yeah. intervals like that. Um, but always overeat way too much. And then I can, I'll have, like, ice cream or something, like, an hour later, and then I can have dinner again, like, right after it. Mm-hmm. And my partner's always like, why do you, do you ever, like, end? Like, and I was like, no, it's just an endless dream of... 
whenever I want to eat. Yeah, yeah I just eat. enjoy it. Yeah, and I just... eat everything out of order. Like, I can have ice cream in the morning. And, mm-hmm. like, hmm. have dinner that's a part of being an adult, getting to yeah. have ice cream in the morning. That's so true. Oh, uh, the part so when true. you Pizza know for you breakfast? can order, oh, when you can thing. buy a Carvel cake outside of a birthday, is when the ah! whole other realm of your life begins. I swear. <laughs> Macy uh. just realized, like, We've been dating wow. almost six years, so it was like five years ago we were dating, and we were like in the grocery store aisle, and we were like, we could get one of those. Like, <laughs> yes, 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 you can. Yes, yes. And we did, and it's a lot. You just can't, I can't stop with ice cream cake. Yeah. Like, ice cream so cake much is so, it. it's, the, it's the crunch for me that does it. I can just eat the crunch. The way you eat that, that, cheese, I can eat that crunch. Oh, <laughs> the way you eat oh, Parmesan so cheese. Good. It's so good, <laughs> and it's such a great combination. Oh, you yeah. have that in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. All this other and the blue? Stuff? What's oh. the blue? But it tastes like blue. It tastes I like blue. I don't know what it is. I don't know, right. why, I don't know what, what it is, but I won't like. stop eating it. That's yeah. what blue tastes like. Uh, you can't. That's exactly what blue tastes yeah, like. Yeah. Um, Facts. All right, challenge Brennan, time. Yeah, Brennan, spit it out right. before we. Okay. All right, Megan, how are you feeling? Before we go any further. challenge, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Good. Yeah, that's great. I said it to psych people out because. No, you're going to feel worse. No. Um, so now, your challenge is to name as many, if not all, of the winners of Oscar Best Actress. That was the weirdest order saying that. The Oscar all of the winners? There's only one yes. winner. No, no, no. no. no every In year. history, yeah, the history of the Academy of Awards, you have to name as many actresses actress. that have won the be- yeah, Oscar for Best Actress. Oh my god! Yes. I don't know. Well, how long do I get? You have as long, you have as, you long as you want. You have as long as you want. Don't yeah, like okay. people, people. Okay, setting some ground rules because everybody loves to. Why did my to brain go this? to a minute? I was like, because you looked at your phone too, and, and you're opening your phone, and I was like, oh my god, he's opening the clock up. I'm only gonna have a minute. No, 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 because no. we're weaving in my and out. My brain panics very easily. It really does. <laughs> it really does. It just jumps straight to you're being. Dumb. <laughs> Tiny. Yeah, I need at least ten of these. Oh no! Oh, you're not like mate. You're uh, no, no, no. Chill, 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 chill. You get very anxious on so a weed. No, this don't. is just you. Just okay. when you pull a clock out, I, I think I'm <laughs> oh. getting nervous anywhere. No, it's out. just I don't know what the I. I always think because there's more rules for you to tell me, but I just jump really quick and yes. I'm like, it's this. This is what the game's gonna be. Well, no. the rules are you can interrupt us whenever you'd like. So we're gonna just talk about things, right? This is a very chill conversation. You just shout out anyone when you have it. You know, oh, throughout the, yeah. the throughout ah. exactly. So that challenge goes throughout the entire length of the podcast. Understood. Episode. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just so you know, the current reigning champion as of a week ago is Rena. Rena named forty six on uh, her challenge. Oh fuck yeah. no! Yeah, that's I'm good. Not, I had to be Bird Piper because he had forty five musicals. Bar. But it's okay because you know what? The, that's the high end of the bar. The low end of the bar is like four. So as long as you get four, then you're good. That's probably also me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, starting off, I could say Frances McDormand because yes. Yes. she just won again for the second time. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this past Oscars? How yeah, they shot yeah. it like a movie and also the weird. ending? Yeah. The end was weird because we all thought, everyone thought Chadwick yes. Boseman was going to win and that, I think even Soderbergh thought that, like, yes. because they no communicate. did the entire layout of the Oscars differently. Yeah, I that was weird. I was like, literally I was sitting there and I was like, why is the best movie happening right now? Why is the yeah. best movie? And yeah. we were like, they didn't do actor or actress. And we were so confused yeah. for a second. Yeah. Now I'm And wa- then Steve was like, that's because they're ending probably with Boseman. And yeah. then, but then it went to Hopkins, but also I can't judge. And he wasn't judge, even there. 
Yeah, I can't. I didn't see the father yet. I heard it was good though. Same. I um, also heard high praise. Yeah, good. but I yeah. haven't seen it yet. Definitely. I mean, definitely he's now. He's a fucking legend, it. so it's totally yeah. understandable. Yeah, and he's a class actor. Jennifer too. Lawrence did she win best actor? She did. Okay. Yes, yes. Do you know which film? We should have had you do. Silver Linings. <laughs> Nick, Silver also Linings the playbook. part. Yeah, the part in the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's when she fell up the stairs. That's correct. And yes. she also had a white, a red dress, and the hair made me think of Hillary Clinton. I don't know why they did that style. Will she be Just Hillary saying. Clinton in a That's movie? That's what she People find out. They're preparing for it. Um, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Lady, she won for. Yeah. Okay. I think she won a couple, right? She won. She won a couple, yeah. yeah. Uh, did she win for that really sad one, Sophie's Choice or whatever? Ooh, that I didn't see it. That's like a really you haven't seen Sophie's one. Choice. No, the, yeah, the only like, thing the only yeah. thing I've seen the only thing mm, okay. I've seen Sophie's Choice is in the Woody Allen documentary when that comes up as one of the movies. I haven't seen that yet. The Pharaoh. Yeah, you yeah. wanna you wanna sink into a dark hole. Yeah. watch it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever. I'm I'm just already. I mean, I wasn't even hooked on Woody Allen to begin with, and didn't really. I've only seen probably one of his films, and just had. No, yeah, I've always I don't want to like, see any of I his stuff liked anymore. I Blue Jasmine, now, though. though, and I hate Oh, I, I did watch Blue Jasmine. I did watch Blue Jasmine. It was good, and but just knowing who he is, I've never tried to support, uh, like, or go see his stuff. Yeah. And Blue Jasmine Also, when you like, see the pattern of his films, which they talk yeah. about in the documentary, where obviously there's a consistent theme here, and it's just creep. like, all right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, I must ask, though, what... Is the thing or the moment in young Megan's life, I mean, you're still young, <laughs> but younger Megan's <clears throat> life, where it was the, like, the spark, the moment where you're just like, acting, ah, okay, mine. Like, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> for me, this is my calling. Like, I think, how did that I was happen? thinking of this the other day. Hold on, maybe, so I have a note. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the other rule. You have to put down your phone. Oh, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, we, we can't. Can. Uh, we're too high to check if you're Googling any uh, of this or not. True, true, true. <laughs> um, there's something I was thinking the other day, because, like, yeah, you know, everyone was, uh, people were thinking, oh, this is what it was. So, yeah, it's always seventh grade. I did this play or whatever, Beauty and the Beast or whatnot. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, are you just so, yeah, whatever, like, I did this thing. Like, you know, I think it was stupid. like six or six. Yeah, it was seventh grade. I played Cogsworth, and it was a uh, <laughs> role of a lifetime. Um, I remember everyone was cackling, and, like, one of my friend's dads always called me uh, Cogsworth after that mm. and so like it just it was really good but I thought back to this and I think it was actually before that I remember in like fourth grade I was in Catholic school um for like a hot minute and um that someone came around from the news that was like we're gonna record the choir or whatever who wants to be on tv <laughs> and I was like fucking me <laughs> shot up and I don't know why and I was like me 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 and then the woman never picked me and I was like oh, and it literally so I think it was like my, the start of my villain story like oh. the origin story of me being like I will do this acting thing in spite <laughs> of this woman that never fucking picked me for the TV and I remember going home and watching it on the news and being like oh. I saw all my classmates and I was like I hate all of them um, so where are they now all so, your classmates I don't know doing that Nothing. Um, <laughs> doing dog shit. Uh, but yeah, so I think that was my origin story of 
on my quest to become an actor, I was like, I will be on the TV. Yeah. Do you have a, a, a villain that you particularly enjoy or aspire to, or just think is pretty a damn villain. cool? Like... It could be a real villain, it could be a movie villain. Um... It should be someone who's just a bad person. Villain. Villain. Yeah, like, when you think of villain, who do you, like, what's the, the first role that comes to mind? What is the first role that I... Well, like... Joker always comes to mind and mm. stuff. Any specific one? Oh yeah, you got which which actor do you feel was like the top of the line Joker? I mean, for you? the Heath Ledger, of course, Jack Nicholson too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but not I really bad. That Movies come to mind, like just um, like when I think of villain or like evil, like kind of like Midsummer, like weirdness, like fucked up stuff like that mm-hmm. are villains to me. Like they're, I, I guess my brain goes more practical, like real life, who could, I love true crime stuff, like mm. my favorite murder I listen to all the time. Mm. And just, it's like a bright sunny day and walking dogs all over Brooklyn and in my ears it's like, and her arms were cut off <laughs> and everything is just like very deep and dark. But um, so stuff like that, like real life people. I'm like, oh, they're they're scary. Yeah. What is it about that kind of stuff that makes you interested in them? I don't know. My mom's always been obsessed with true crime stuff. She watches all those investigation discovery, like mm-hmm. real real BS, like reenactment things. Um, yeah. And she was always watching horror movies and really fucked up movies when I was growing up. So like, she'd always be like, "Want to join?" And then we were watching mm, like Storm of Echoes with yeah. Kevin Bacon, mm. where they're like suffocating a girl with a plastic bag, oh and I'm like. I'm uh, seven. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I would wow. watch Law and Order Criminal Intent super young. Yeah. You know, they showed me The Shining really young. Also, you just Car, like dark Kevin stuff like Bacon. That I just Have you seen a series? The series was the series. Following, series. Following. Oh my god! So dark. Love that so shit. Dark. Also, got me hooked on to James Patterson novels when I was much younger, there are a lot and of I just could everywhere. not stop reading I loved horror his stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we always loved stuff like that. Yeah. We never had uh, restrictions really on what we could see. Yeah. Do you think it's better for kids that way? Like, you think kids like like what? What do you think is like a good age to like introduce kids into like dark stuff like that? I think it all depends too. Like if you have, I I think it was okay for me because I had a, a an average upbringing like life kind Where of did you thing. Grow? Just in Rockland County. Well, I grew up. I was born in the Bronx, but then grew up in Jersey for a minute, uh, like Bergen County area, Palisades Park. Yeah, <laughs> and Not then that area. moved from there to Rockland for uh, eighth grade on. And, and so your, my parents are still up there. Uh, younger sibling, only child, older Brother, sibling? yeah, younger. Um, he's 20, 25. <laughs> yeah, we're at that age where you have to, like, even for I have to do the math. It's only three years apart, but I'm like, what are... <laughs> People ask me what my age is, and I'm like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Yeah, I'm literally, 92. I'm like, I'm 28. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. I don't know what I was talking about. Well, we were talking about children watching. Oh yeah, so I think because I came stuff. from, I think because because I had like a a comfortable like life like that that yes. I could watch this stuff and be like, oh, this is dark and twisted and like in reflection to my own happy little no, sunny yeah. kid life. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you yeah. come from a different upbringing or a different 
setting or surroundings where you don't feel safe or comfortable mm-hmm. even within your own boundaries as a kid mm-hmm. um then that all that stuff can be different for you so yeah you probably would not gravitate to yeah, it as exactly. much to watch something dark so, if you're living in real life yeah, yeah so I think we had that outlet because it was like oh okay this is opposite of our lives but then some people you know like they could they watch that stuff like, my friend, I have a friend who didn't have, like, had a lot of shit going on growing up, family-wise and stuff, and watched that stuff as an outlet of something dark yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. reflected how they were feeling or how, yeah, what yeah, it meant yeah. to them yeah. or what resonated with them. Yeah. So, like, there's also that aspect. It all just depends. But for me, I guess, because it was like, oh, my God, like, I just go to the pool all the time and, yeah. and like, hang out with yeah. my friends. Yes. Then, yeah. I was able to watch that, like, fucked up shit, and, yeah. and still do. Yeah. I mean, I, as a kid fun. growing up like in the A24. suburbs, I would be like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm 24, <laughs> also, let me um, but now, like, now in my life, because I'm not living that life, I've always been in a middle class family, watching a bunch of, like, rich white women suburban shows, <laughs> like, Big Little Lies, I mean, it's not all... Yeah, I guess that's... That definitely stupid. is, yeah. yeah. But, um... I've heard described it the way you described dead, it. Big Little Lies, yeah. Dead to Me. They're in Laguna, you know, California, you know, Laguna Beach. Laguna like, Beach, yeah. They're, they're, you know, just rich white women with a bunch of fucking problems in their big, massive houses. Like, that's what I'm watching. I mean, all this <laughs> drama and shit. And, like, I do... Grace and Frankie was also one, and I couldn't... I catch myself sometimes, but watching it where I'm looking at the houses, and I'm just like... Damn, this is some really nice shit. Like this is some yeah. really nice interior like design. An like, how are you so upset yeah. right now? Yeah, it is, but that is that's an, like an escape for me. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it all depends, but yeah, we. Do, I don't. I still like stuff like that. Um, is that what you dark. like performing in dark stuff, or you? Yeah. It's just a mixed bag. I like doing stuff like that. Um, people like like. Um, I ha- I I have good comedic timing, I would say, or like have done a lot of comedic stuff, um, and just naturally I'm not taking things seriously a lot mm-hmm. of the time. So, I think I like that part because it's like I don't really s- I don't sit in that world or like I don't audition for that world that much. Yeah. Like kind of, but in a way that it's like the dark. Uh, depths of a lawyer that like can't really show who she is like things like that where it's more Mm. internal and stuff Mm. I would love to play stuff like that like we were talking about Florence Pugh before and stuff like a career like that where it's like you have a mix of the dark and the weird but then you also have like little women and stuff fighting with family and then yeah Yeah, Yeah. very different yeah I watched fighting with my family or whatever it is and I was just like this was not what I was thinking it was because (laughs) It was, uh, it was definitely going into it thinking Midsommar. Um, <laughs> like, being uh, like, is this, a, it's not going to be dark like that, but what's going on? Yeah, that's already asked. Yeah, we did, a, we did a Midsummer that happens in a professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Awesome the two so of them. Um, but yeah, stuff like that, I'm just, I'm drawn to things that are just not in the realm of what I would think. Like, mm. actors like that, like Denise Villeneuve. Where were you, how do you yeah. say his last name? Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, I can never pronounce anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but him and like Ari Aster and all the Aster, I don't know. Um, <laughs> all, those, all those guys that do like the dark, weird stuff or like the indie things that are like, it's just not a world you w- I would have imagined or have yeah. a view on kind yeah. of thing. So that stuff is always fascinating to me. Or like, 
the witch and everything that came out when that was i was like this is a world that's just like the way they created the world is so dark and twisted mm-hmm. and weird th- and mm-hmm. just the way people's minds work because you're watching something that you're like this came from like people's brains yeah <laughs> and this is really weird and dark and like a another side of life i hadn't thought about yeah. kind of thing because i'm lucky enough to have like a comfortable enough existence that yeah. uh i don't have like any huge traumas like you know like you have average stuff in life and everything but nothing that it's like I can't be uncomfortable with all this stuff mm-hmm. um so yeah it's oh. just nice to see that side of things of like oh someone's dark life or like something horrible that happened to them like with true crime thing but like how either they overcame it or how like things stemmed from it that altered yeah. like reality like new laws or anything that's made like things like that are just interesting to me yeah yeah Yeah. what was your uh your experience growing up uh or not growing up but like uh with like acting education like do you feel like what were some of the things that you got out of like the different experiences you had from yeah um I always like going to classes and stuff like definitely it's all the steps I think I needed, like, I know people are like, oh, there's 18-year-olds that are like, I never took a class in my life, and then they land big stuff or whatever, but I always kind of had an idea. I was like, I don't think that's how it's going to go for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've always wanted to learn more, just, like, new new techniques or new things to incorporate that will help the, the worlds become a little more realer. So yeah. what specifically? <clears throat> like so, I did RCC uh, where we met, mm-hmm. um, and that was like a little touch into okay, I'm out of high school, and I did it. I did a few plays at the end of high school. Like I wasn't a full on in the drama stuff since eighth grade or whatever. I started in like eleventh and twelfth, and I did like four plays then, and I got. Like, I did <laughs> Susical the Musical, and I did, I was Cat in the Hat. That was for our senior show. And then we did Cinderella right after that, or no, right before that, and I was one of the stepsisters. So, like, I I don't say, I like, I could sing, but it, I just did musicals because that's all there was. Yeah. And so um, that's where I was like, oh, I should do this. I always wanted to do it, but I was, like, lazy or I was doing photography. I just was, like, all over the place. I didn't really know. Like, I wasn't concentrating enough on the future or, like, career or anything like that. Yeah. I was always a person that was just like, I'm in school. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that would be where, how, how far it went for me. And I always knew, like, right, you got to think on that or, like, you know you want to do acting stuff. So then I did Stella Adler after RCC. RCC was just, like, a taste to – and I – the community we had there was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, everyone, and I'm still in touch with so many people from there. It was a good base ground of, like, oh, okay, this is, these are the bare bones of what what people are doing. Like, I know, I know we did movement classes and stuff like that, but there wasn't as much as that focus as, like, script analysis and things and, like, improv, and yeah. then we did a lot of plays. So it was a lot of, like, doing the work, like, the plays and stuff. But I never considered any of that good from what I was doing. Like, I remember a few classes that I had, like, say, uh, script analysis and stuff. Yeah. But I was, like, I did some good work in some scenes. And being, like, okay, I think 
there's something here. Like, I should uh, Have you do more. written during the quarantine, or did you write during the quarantine? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. It's been hard to write. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally understand. No, yeah. It's been, and <laughs> it's just hard to, like, even been... sit and read and stuff. <laughs> it's hard to do anything, honestly. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been taking more classes now. Like, I did Stella after that for two years, then I did Terry Knickerbocker's studio. They did, um a film and TV course for three months. Mm-hmm. That was right before the pandemic. I finished that. And then that was in January and then pandemic hit. And so now I've been doing audition classes. It's like nine months long with an agent. So fingers crossed that goes well. He signs people all the time, but I'm waiting. Like I, I will apply to them or like hopefully sign with him soon, but I'm trying to like get back on track of just like being a human, mm. you know, kind yeah. of thing, which yeah. is like, yeah. Because I'm doing more dog walks now and stuff, which is just to keep money, like, a, a little bit of money coming in. Because mm-hmm. um, I have to pay, I owe my partner, like, a million things on Venmo that I'm just, like, paying off slowly. Yeah. Um, so, dog walks have been great, but it's taking so much out of me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll walk, like, six or seven. Like, last week I had six dogs in one day, and it was, like... Wow. And I don't have my car at the moment, so I'm biking everywhere, oh, and then man. it's outside, so it's like I'm walking every dog for an hour, and I'm biking to each location. I was like, whew. So now I'm just trying to find the balance of, like, class and work and, like, hopefully signing with this guy and doing yeah. more auditions and trying to get back into the job world, yeah. like, kind of. Yeah. And figure that all out. Um, I just want to so. um, bring it back for a second. When you're talking about your acting techniques... I still am curious, though. I know because you didn't really specify. Because, I mean, it's different for every single person. But, like, what is the... How do you get yourself into certain moods? Like, how do you get... Like, what? what is, like... What are the, the things that you harness? You realize that yeah. you're like, oh, I have to use this think about to, this. Yeah, use yeah. this in order to act, like, be very, very happy. Or to be, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like... Yeah, I know. I, I notice with auditions, too. I'm a person that needs to know what's going on. Like, I know a lot of actors that are, they could just learn the sides day of or mm-hmm. whatever and mm-hmm. just put themselves into it and then, like, not get so technical and specific and, like, want to know certain or, like, not be completely off book on the lines. So, like, still use the paper. And, so, and I just know, mm-hmm. like, and I've noticed with class too now, especially via Zoom and things, like, there's less pressure from outside sources, but yeah. I'm putting more pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And so I just need to know the material well, like, if I don't know the lines well or um, the, like, Do you need to have, like, a whole uh, idea of your character and their background? Yeah, not so so much much auditions, kind of, but not so much, but with actual work, yeah. So, like, I just did this play, uh, uh, a version of Proof. Um, yeah, I was going to ask about record, that. <laughs> yeah, they recorded it. So we filmed like black box style, um, but then it was streamed. And uh, that was like, I watched that twice, like first just to watch and then second for like to watch myself. And I thought it was like work I I was proud of because I had put a lot of work. I think I'm finally coming to a comfortable place where I'm trusting the process and trusting the work that I'm putting cool, into cool. it, which like it was a lot of being in my head most of the other times or like so that's why all these 
doing all this studying in classes and, like, being a part of these groups mm-hmm. and stuff over the years. Like, I graduated Stella Adler, like, four years ago or so, and since then I've still done a lot of school and met new people in new groups, and it's just, it's easier now to get more comfortable. And you're just practicing more, so you know what's good and what's not, what hits, like, for yourself. So yeah. I know different techniques of how to get into it, like... Sometimes a playlist really helps for me, like, right before mm. shooting. Or if, like, uh, we're learning in, in in my class now for audition, like, triggers, like, smells and stuff, mm. like, oils and everything to, like, trigger a sense memory kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just have all these different tools from the places that I studied. That's and, weird. like, some of them are more full-time, like, so for proof... Like, I, I got to spend more time of, like, coming up with the history and everything. But I do like to just stay with the text more because, like, that is where everything is yeah, that you need. Yeah. So, like, if I have the time, like, proof we had it rehearsed and shot within, like, three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's the fastest I've wow. ever... And I never leave the stage <coughs> as Catherine. So it was mm. um, it was nine scenes and I was an eight of them. So it was just like so much dialogue and I thought we had longer than we did so I was like rush memorizing everything. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely something to be thrown into and like How did that come about? Quickly. Did... Uh just from backstage like I apply since I don't have age in myself or anything Sweet. but I apply yeah. uh for myself. Is that your main source backstage or backstage and actors access? Yeah. yeah. And then um, they did a Zoom audition for a monologue that I had to do for her. And then um, then the callback was in person. And it was just, like, two, me and one other girl. Like, every role just had one other person. But we were spread out enough that we only arrived. Like, we were the only person in the hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Things are very organized. Like, you have yeah. to come at your time. Text yeah. me when you're outside the door. They would come out and get me kind of uh, thing. And go okay. in. We had to rehearse with face shields all the time. Yeah, they're called the Drama Company New York City. Uh, they're doing plays, like, every month. Like, now they have one going to an off-Broadway play. So oh, it'll be sweet. in wow. person, too, like you guys are we're talking about. Is there a place we can still find your performance that they have? No, yeah, so with the plays, there's, like, licensing issues with filming it. Like, they couldn't, Uh. they had to film it in the style of a play still. Um, What does that mean? And not edit it. Like, you can't edit scenes around and, like, have cuts and everything. Oh, like like a cinematic look to it? Yeah, yeah, so it still had to stay as a play, but, and then they technically had to, like, not have it. It would just be up for the stream. But... Yeah, it was it was awesome to watch and go. Oh, okay. See, I'm one of my friends, Emily, who's a, the director, horror person. She watched it and like I met her three years ago auditioning for a short play she did. So um, she's seen my work like grow from those few years. And even my friend Bridget, who's a casting director, she saw my reel and she was like, even from the reel to this performance, you you seem more confident in yourself, which it really is, like, confidence. That's fantastic. And, like, you could do all this work and stuff, but then your brain can just easily psych you out, yeah, like, and be like, yeah. did you, you didn't do enough work, like, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. the second you have a thought, like, an intrusive thought that's like, you didn't do this right, then yeah. it's like, or you didn't do, like, enough of this and that, so... I, like your mind gifting yourself yeah and I let so I let myself be like you did what you could in the month or whatever that you had this and just like did a lot of work of like with the text and just knowing like Anthony Hopkins we were talking about he apparently reads the script like a hundred times or something Mm -hmm. he says 
but it's like that's you should know it in and out like I have to I know people can fake it to make it and like get away with not having to do that type of work and yeah. good for yeah, you I but know how they do that. I can't yeah <laughs> like that's I was the kind like of relaxed I will I never know yeah, yeah. Like, people just showed up and got an A um, yeah I'm like, like do, do you yeah. not have a voice yeah. in your head always telling you that yeah. you don't shit because <laughs> you want I do yeah like literally and that was something I learned recently too in the past few years that like some some people don't have an inner monologue or like don't have yeah. like they because have a they way to yeah. switch things off that yeah. it's just they don't have some they don't judge or it's like they don't have something talking to them yeah. and I'm just like that is not the case here bud like, do you have uh, one you favor over the other theater or film and TV? Um, I do a lot of theater. Uh, and then, like, film-wise, I've only done a lot of, like, short films. I just did a feature, but, like, was voiceover in it and stuff. But mm-hmm. slowly getting there. I want to do film. I love film and, like, independent film and all that. Well, we always have you in mind. Yeah. <laughs> also, I because I, I haven't had the chance to ask you, how was it being in an improvised film? How was it, it was doing your whole... But so many of my friends as well, because Ben was saying earlier, do know you from that? Like, if yeah. And it's just... Oh, well, it's like... A character that stood out. It's like improv is like that, too. If you get in your head or something or, like, overthink it, then it's just going to read, like, yes, as... Yeah forced or something so it was something where I I came with the general idea of what I like of the circumstances the character was in and then I I find that was actually it was those moments and like when I've done improv before um or when I've done short films where I didn't prep as hard but I let myself have the confidence I needed to be like you know this like you're fine yeah I've seen some of my best work. Like, I was seeing glimpses of, like, see, you can... Where is this brain that happens for improv that kind of is able to shut off and just let you do it and have fun? Where is that for film and auditioning Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. stuff? So it's been, like, a process of trying to mend both. Like, being, like, if you can be confident and shut your brain off for this and have fun, it's the same practice almost into that so it was great yeah like doing an improvised film was a great lesson in that of being like see you just came with a general general idea and I just let myself have fun and that's what most of it is anyways like because we take it very seriously because we're art yeah (laughs) also how was it being directed by Brendan it was great it's so funny and he was just giggling in the background (laughs) like when we would cut he like (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was so great yeah, that day was fun. Yeah. And um, we just had fun with, like, going down the slide and everything. Oh, like, yeah. Fun stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, and, that, and that's a part going of it. Going down the slide? Uh, yeah, going down the slide is there always fun. There was, like, a fun. whole play set, like, a... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they, they, just to give me and the rest of our listeners. Yeah, context, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I wasn't there. I it was in a park. Yeah, yeah. We, we're there. Cool. It was Got a park. you. Okay. No, but park. there's like a lot of deleted, like deleted footage of Megan like skipping around puddles and it's like more crying yeah. and more just being like a sad And then there's like there's yeah, a fence with bars by the park yeah. and then you guys just. Jordan went across the street, and they had me, like, cr- crouched down, like, <laughs> and then I was just, like, running my hand back and forth. Darn, like, I want to yeah, see those bunch of people. There's, That's honestly, funny. everybody talks about all these other, like, extra scenes, the leads, like, stuff that we obviously didn't, you know, it put into the final product, but there is for sure an extended cut out there. There's so much. Yeah. yeah. You guys say yeah. that. Well, and that was like, that, that's when we kind of like knew it was like worth, because like, there was, like, we've kind of talked about this already, but there were definitely points where we almost did not release the film just because there was like a lot of like, ups and downs. And, like that, that was like a good learning experience of just like, of 
from like the production side of it, I guess. So just like yeah. you never know when a project is gonna follow through, and you like kind of want everything to be, that you start, you want to finish all of it. Yeah. Um, but like when you like have so much, you're cutting out like good stuff. That's and I guess like and that's the way it is, even with scripted films too. It's like when you have like so much good stuff that you have have to cut out good things. It's probably a good sign. It means that you have. Yeah a lot of good stuff and you're keeping in the best of the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I right? have to have more than less. Yeah. Because in the editing process, that's where you just subtract. That's where you cut things down. Yeah. That's where you're giving, but you want a lot to work with. Yeah. But also, yeah. it was, you guys having the, like, the feeling where you had to finish that. Yeah. Makes people take you seriously. It makes you think, you know, they'll take you more seriously and then be like, oh, okay, like, you know, now what other projects can we do with you, or whatever? But you had a, you guys involved a lot of people. There were so many different actors who were doing yeah. such strong. God cursed work. us with a lot of funny people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Megan, I have a question about hey, Jodie Foster. Oh, oh there it is. Good yeah. One, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what's that? Four. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I need one more. That's exactly four. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I like your bar there, shooting. <laughs> 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 Low as fuck. As long as I get five, I can yeah. walk away happy. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Yep. Yeah. Um, Megan, when when uh, when you are acting in film projects, do you feel like you are more times than not doing your best stuff on like the earlier takes, or do you feel like you have to kind of like work your way? Halle Berry. Yes. Yeah. yeah she, had, she had a famous Charlie piece, Theron right? monster. Yo, go Megan, go. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> 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 Wait, what was I saying? Well, how many like? Your first takes, or you have to build up to it to get to your good takes? Um, so I, being a get-in-your-head-quickly person, um, I feel like that, yeah, I don't know. So there's always, yeah, there's always a bar that I have for myself. I try, you, the, the first take... Most of the time, you feel like everyone's just trying something out, like, from what I've experienced on, like, short films and things like that, like, experimenting-wise. Mm -hmm. Everyone has an idea and wants to execute something, but then how it plays out can be completely different mm -hmm. once you yell action. Yeah. Like, so... There has to be a flexibility to it a bit, so it just kind of depends on your environment, like, if... The person I've worked with wonderful people all like all the time so far. I'm I'm picky in a way like I I don't have representation yet, but I'm submitting myself and everything. Like I have a very I have a process of like I want to read something when mm -hmm. they send it. If mm -hmm. I don't like it, I don't have to do it. Like what will you not do? Uh, like I'll do I won't do nudity for no pay. Like I'm sick of seeing this or like this simulated sex scene or yep, whatever yep. or just butt shot. But it's all no pay and it's all non union stuff. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. I have a bar there. If something's written that it's just like there's some stuff that it's like no dialogue. Like it's yeah. just real basic stuff and yes. I'm like, no, I can't do like I, there was a point where I was doing stuff like that, but I think throughout, even if you're on your own or you're not, like, with representation or you're trying to build steps, you have to, like, shave some stuff off that you'll do. So, like, I did stuff in the beginning, like, getting out of Stella that was just, like, I'll do whatever um, just to get some experience or, like, clips and everything. Mm -hmm. But now it's, like, I've shaved off. Like, I don't do background work as much anymore now, even though it's not like I'm anywhere crazy, but it's just, like... That was something I shaved off. I'll do it once in a while if I'm like, oh, this could maybe get me, like, something. And if yeah, not, I just yeah. get paid to sit around and eat some <laughs> yeah. food, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So, but with COVID, it's been weird that I'm like, this isn't worth the background work of, like, doing that, yeah. but... Yeah, but you once do see, like, more of a value in yourself, for sure. Yeah, like, like once, yeah. and once you get that, you just have to have those, those points for yeah, yourself, yeah. like, those bars Check that you're, yeah, somewhere. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I like, I like an approach of, like, I want to be on my best and do my best work and, um, present the best I can on the first take so I do like first takes and then I always just set like maybe there's two more after that like I'm never trying to think I'm David Fincher's status getting a hundred <laughs> takes because no one's fucking doing that yeah. but like I don't even five does takes he want to do that like yeah he, he does, does he loves do, it. I know but how do you enjoy wild. that but like, I people think about it and I'm not... like I crave uh something like that like I would love that Mark I'm Ruffalo sure it's loves a working experience. Yeah, sure but I would love just, I would get so frustrated. Like, I know myself really? too. My patience is thin. So mm-hmm. it would bring something out of me for the role that, like, I know he's trying to get somewhere like that yeah. for stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he's just very picky. Like, it could be something with background the whole time. That, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. he recorded an episode of the Mark Maron podcast. And he's the Yeah. yeah. It's not still like, because he thinks he can do it better. They yeah. still yeah. haven't released yeah. it. It's like, do it better. Like, do it. just talking it's yeah. talking yeah. you're talking you can talk. perfectionists are perfectionists yeah. about everything though you know so. but yeah usually the first three takes or so I, i'm thinking i need to get cool. it in the realm of that and then uh, you just always have to trust the process your director knows what they want out of you like they casted yeah. you for a reason so yeah yeah, yeah the short yeah. film i did lola in may which is doing pretty well right now um he was so great colin and but he he just knew like he just has like a some people just know how to talk to actors. Like, mm-hmm. you have to... And if you don't have that link, then as the actor, you have to decipher that in uh, your own way mm-hmm. to make it make sense. So Yeah, no, true, So true. it just depends on that, too. And I've been lucky enough to work with people. Like, someone, at, like a director that I worked with was less experienced. It was his first short. But he had a crew that he hired that were, like, doing gigs all the time in New York City and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, and have their... One was his own, he's a DP and everything, so they brought all their own stuff, like, and they were a professional crew, and, like, so they almost taught him, Mm. so, like, I was learning from, or I was getting direction from uh, him once in a while, but most of the time he just let me do, like, it was a comedy, so you could kind of just do it how you wanted, Mm. and and then once in a while the DP would throw direction out there, but it was never much, so, Mm. yeah, I've been in, like, different types of environments where it's, like... I don't think I, I haven't been in anything particular yet um, of someone that's like move the cup here and do yeah. this there. Yeah. Like some people are particular like that. Yeah. And so when that time comes, that'll be a new obstacle of learning yeah. how to like work around that. So it is. It is. Uh, it's all just personalities. Yeah, yeah. No, true. Because you're. I mean, you're in the business it's of people. What people yeah, yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. Like headshots too and stuff. Yeah. Like. Or someone might not, an agent might not sign. Like, I've been through the realm of trying to, like, doing meetings and recommendations and, like, to get representation. And it's just, like, it could be they have someone like you on their roster already, which is common. Or they just don't like your headshot, but then this other agent likes your headshot. Like, it's all just person, like, taste. It's all subjective. And, yeah, casting (laughs) directors, like, when you shut the door when you come in kind of thing. And if you leave the door open, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Like, there's stuff. Like, Mm. there's just niches of people. Mm -hmm. So you just have to try and, like, 
learn that after a while or just be open to being flexible to that because there's a lot of people that cop an attitude real quick that I'm like I was doing background work with and there's one guy just flipping out on this PA and I'm like bro you're an extra (laughs) like we are extras we don't say anything like you just and I get that you want to and you want to be treated like a human but you're not gonna as background like it's just what comes with the territory what what is some of like the you the just gotta crazy know. stuff you've seen, or people flipping out, or people like what if yeah. awkward situations you've been in. Yeah, like you just you, you'll see a certain type of attitude or something in an audition hallway. Like I can't really think of anything specific right now for auditions and stuff, but things like that, like background, like where people just huffing and puffing and like bitching about everything, like while we're doing background work or something. And I'm like, you signed up for this. Yeah, you know that we're <laughs> yeah. gonna be here for yeah. like twelve hours. Yeah. It's what it's an overnight. Yes, it's cold. That's what we yeah. like. I did a lot of background work in the beginning, and it was a good lesson on seeing how people like act when they're under pressure or something. Like we did the following. Speaking of, um, I did background work on that, but it was literally like. Kevin Bacon ran through a church, and we were all in the church, uh, like, sitting there, and they were like, silence, and then he ran down the hall once, and he was like, killed it. <laughs> we were like, oh, fuck, I love Kevin Bacon. Uh, Everyone was like, god damn it, he did it in one take, and he was like, killed it. Oh like, my god. Um, but yeah, so. He exudes such coolness. Right? And so we're in the church, damn. and we're doing, like, background work outside. We know it's an overnight, which is like, you'll be there for 12 hours, like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. or whatever. But they won't need you most of the time. Like, they'll send you home early half of the time, like, after eight hours or something, if they get everything. So we're all in the church forever, and then we went outside, and we're across the street. Literally, you couldn't even see me in the shot. Like, it was just to have, like, background people on the other side of the street. Uh And so um, it was freezing, like, freezing cold. And you, you see a little bit of the career background people that did so much background that they, like, just do it all the time now yeah. because they have another job on the side yeah. and they just like to do it. You meet yeah. those people. I met a guy that, like, it's like, I met a cop on 51 shows, like, or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right, bud. Like, do you. It makes you happy. And you get free food. Like, yeah, it's true. not a bad yes. gig. You go, yes. you read a book for, like, eight hours. Yeah. Like, half the time they're not using you. You just sit somewhere. Yeah. And I met this other girl. You don't girl, have Mara. that higher responsibility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I met this other girl, Mara, and me and her hung out. And, like, we're still friends. Like, I talked to her to this day. Like, this was years ago. Like, it was, Sweet. like, seven years ago. So, yeah. yeah, it's just things like that. I did uh, person of interest, background work. I was in these 10-inch heels. Literally, they felt yeah. like 10 inches, but... I don't know. They were like stiletto status because I didn't bring the right heels. And I was background. You didn't even see me for like two seconds in the passing of the shot. And my feet were so blistered and like swollen Ooh. after standing on my feet for like nine hours. We were oh. in this ballroom. It was the one time they actually did use us like a lot in this huge ballroom scene. Wow. So like all the stuff like that, I've done like silly things. Um, the actor on that who was on Boardwalk Empire, he had like the <laughs> like the mm-hmm. giggle guy. Yeah. He um, and he was in that movie Thoroughbreds. I don't know if you saw that. It was good. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That's a good, like, indie one. That guy was a playwright, and that was his first film directing. That was, like, that was, so that was one of Anton Yelchin's last uh, films. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh-huh. he plays a drug dealer. Yeah. Um, but he was so nice to us on that set of Person of Interest. Mm-hmm. Like, he passed me. He was like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, is that the guy from Borough? freaking out of myself. That was my first ever background gig was uh, Person of Interest. And so that was, that's like, cool. 
you know, you learn that world after a while, and then you go, okay, I feel like little experiences that I've had are all experiencing different aspects of the industry, which helps as well, because you grow, like, a, a collective of people that you know that will, like, come up with you, but also, like, you learn different parts, like, I wrote and starred in my own short film imagine that's like still doing festival stuff right now and that was like two and a half years ago or three years ago and that was a good side to learn like fucking it always comes down to sound and um, and sound is always the problem if you don't have like you know or or just environment wise like all that stuff and the post-production process of editing and like the amount of times I looked over those clips and went down to the last like nanosecond (laughs) of being like and then here like learning all that for myself and like putting that out there and like doing festivals and things and, well, like, we had a friend that I went to high school with, but she uh, was the producer and, like, does her own producing of stuff, so she's still doing the whole, handling the whole festivals and everything, which is nice. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's been doing well. Like, I won an audience award at, like, a festival up in Rockland or whatever. That's so, congrats. like, it's doing small stuff. Yeah, but it was just a good, we, I just wanted the learning experience because I was like, I need to know. And we did a short film before that that didn't see uh, the light of day because of sound because it like all got destroyed. But um, we, yeah. I might make it into a music video like the clips that we have. Um, to, oh, like, that'd be interesting. Song. Yeah, um, but that one like that was a good experience learning that because we shot like so much in like four days. Mm-hmm. And it's also with that that small stuff that you're doing on your own, you really got to get it like within three or four days half the time yeah. or something because you're like everyone can't take off or yeah. we can spread it out, but then it's yeah. gonna take forever so yeah just learning all of that along the way cause which really uh, to be fair is the direction things are going and we were talking about tiktok earlier but like you now are all the parts of a production like yeah. you do the uh-huh. shit all yourself like, and you should you don't rely on your yeah. yeah absolutely i mean it's just like when you're on you have a bunch of you know a, a sailors on a submarine each of them in a war like had to know each other's part right. each everybody yeah. had to know what everybody else was doing their function otherwise the boat sinks right. and like you and also that's why people stick with people they trust and have known for a while or like you enjoy doing it with like you know our team or like people we revisit people all the time mm-hmm. of like oh we can have this person like in this role this time oh we like we can we should do audition for this. oh what about this person oh, blah, blah, blah. because if the recipe works, the, you know, it, you know, keep using it. Yeah. It's not because you I do have to reestablish a relationship every time exactly. it's a new person. Like, uh, I always think of teams of, like, Britt Marling and Zal Batman-Gil that, like, they do all the... The OA was on Netflix recently that they did, but they did, like, all oh, these I indie films. It, yeah, me too. Uh, Another Earth, Sound of My Voice... Sound of My Voice is what catapulted them, but it was, like, 2012 or 13 or something, and it was, like, one of those real indie Sundance ones that got in, and that kind of catapulted them. They love, like, sci-fi, weird, like, twisted endings sort of things, but they met in NYU, and they started making films together because they, he liked to film, direct, and she was an actor and writes as well and produces, so they're a duo, and now they're coming up, and they use people from, like, NYU, like, back in the day they use them in their films and then it's like you have that credit and it all just like piles up sooner or later once you just are open to like making a community or having people and stuff or being open to relationships like that I know people that aren't like that you know and just wanna I would never I also would never keep it just as like it wouldn't be a click 
I also yeah. just like want to clarify that word is like inclusive. Like I'm not that. Rena's looking for a gang. She's looking for a posse. <laughs> she wants to walk down the street with you wearing leather um, jackets. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> <laughs> Of why is Steven Spielberg making West Side Story? Yeah, I oh, what was that about? I and I keep confusing with the In the Heights happening. trailer. The In the Heights trailer came out, it's and completely I go, West Side Story. And Steve is like, bitch, just In the Heights. And he's like, again. <laughs> Listen, well, Woody Allen to get what? I was like, I mean, it's like, like Woody Allen. It's like Woody Allen. I mean, Steven Spielberg. Woody Allen's um, haunting us. But also, also, I, I love the artists that are still like you said, open, but don't just keep their, like, they made it to whatever level, and then it's just their community, fuck everybody else. Yeah. Like, those people who are just like, no, like, I paved a way, now let me help you. Like, yeah. now let's work, you know, you have people who've been celebrities for, like, you know, how who knows how long, but, like, Million somebody years. who's been millions of years. Did Audrey, Audrey Hepburn ever win an Oscar? I think so. I'm gonna check, yeah, but... Oh, for sure. Yes. I believe she won I, for... Breakfast at Tiffany's? I think maybe, yeah. Because I know she lost the year that she was in My, no, yeah, My, My Fair, Fair Lady, Lady because mm. Julie Andrews, who played the role on Broadway, they were like, nah, they didn't we don't use want her. you for it. And she went and did Mary Poppins and then won the Oscar. They oh, didn't shit. even use, they used Julie Andrews' voice, like her singing in My Fair Lady too. Audrey Hepburn didn't even actually yeah. sing. Oh, that, that, that's that's right, Andrews? I heard about that. Wow. Yeah, I heard about that. That must have been wow. hard for her to take. <laughs> that was same with like uh, what's her name from um like Miss Saigon and Mulan and stuff. Right? Oh, Le- uh, yeah, uh-huh. she did all the singing for all that stuff, and then like, yeah. but was never the like what? No, she wasn't the voice credit for Mulan. I think she was just the singing, or it was something, or someone else sang for it. It was something weird that there happened. There were two with different Mulan. people, I thought, when one was singing and one was talking. Yeah, they were two different, but yeah. something happened with like the rights or something. Like people didn't get credited the right way. It's same with like a bunch of mm-hmm. those voiceover stuff. People don't get credited. It's always right. This was a copyright. Audrey yeah. Hepburn did win an Oscar for Roman Holiday, which is a weird movie. Uh, One of those weird, creepy Cary Grant. He like just like. Kisses women very aggressively with his face and <laughs> slaps it around. You know, we just tried watching. Um, I gotta finish it. Citizen Kane. Ooh, did, oh, for the first time. Yeah, I've never seen it. Steve's okay. seen it. Um, we got Mike? halfway and then I had to go dog walk, and now we've been like in that train of oh, we need to watch it again. It's something where you really yeah. gotta. It's, what's the other one? Casablanca. I've never seen. You yeah. have to invest so much time. You're like oh, long ass films. Yeah, this one's only two hours, surprisingly, but Casablanca is like three hours or something. Casablanca is. I'll take I, I Happy Own. If you want to watch an extremely long movie <laughs> where like you feel like your your spirit's breaking with the dude, that's a very yeah. My dad, my dad, because he loves like you know the old old films like that and I'm just like yeah Yeah, the old ones like you just gotta be and I gotta be in a certain mood or like a yes. certain place yes. like even like, like no, a movie that doesn't have color I'm like I, I, like, I don't always want to watch black and white movies yeah. too you know like, oh we, there was a time period where I did just binge went on YouTube found all of them because like the link was shown by them but yeah. all uh, Buster Keaton films like all did like HBO Max has a lot of them now. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They this is pre HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is pre HBO yeah. Max? HBO Max has always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HBO's had like five different types of streaming in yeah. like four years. <laughs> yeah. They need to HBO Go, HBO Max. Yeah, remember when that shift was happening and we're just like, HBO Now, what the HBO fuck Go, is HBO yeah, Max. What the f- yeah, the HBO Max. I was like, they better get rid of the rest of these. Oh, the man. And then they did. I think which they they might still have the actual HBO app. It's still I think a thing. They I, do, yeah, but it's still. For what? 
It, it, it? Yeah, from cable, I think. I guess, yeah. yeah. Some I people do have cable. See, so many people still have, so many people have cable that shouldn't have cable. <laughs> and it's like half Just the stop. time you're never cable, watching anything. But cable will never disappear. Cable's always gonna be here. That's like never gonna go. cable? <laughs> <laughs> like cable network TV. You can't, right? You also sports. You can't, you can't get rid of that. People do watch a lot of it, yeah. And like, and like I guess, I don't really understand ratings and how ratings work. It's, I know there's a, a, a Briar uh, you'd have to fill out that thing that Jordan said, I but no I never idea. had that yeah. at my house, but you actually had to fill out a thing, like, what you want, and they would get and mail it, and that's how you get your rate. I don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, there, there are a lot of people who, who literally just, like, will turn one channel on, and those, like, leave it on, and they're like, whatever comes on, comes on, yeah, and I'll true. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially, like, the, the networks that do that, because that's why they have, all, like, all those game shows that come on. Yeah, all, like, there's so many news. repeats of everything. Like, give me a show that's gonna be fucking repeated and just live <laughs> off the, lo- the royalties for a little like mm-hmm. damn yeah yeah there's some of those that are just played endlessly but then you have the other side of it where it's like these streaming places are d- kind of getting a bit out of hand like netflix is making so many shows and they're canceling them after two or three seasons yeah. but it's like they're actually really good shows they are and they're making room for all this they bullshit like block. the tiktokers are getting some show on netflix you saw that and no. everyone's raging on tiktok because it's called like house party or something and they're using some house that everyone's like the party house oh I've heard and it's like house, a, yeah. and it's like a creepy ass place where all the tiktokers and influencers go to like just party and be weird yeah and what? uh and probably like uh rapey <laughs> yeah. I think it's some they had they like had that. those houses for every at, like vine vine they had a bunch of people yeah. in the house and, and it's the same people that like transferred and over yep. and then now yep. it's a bunch of little kids that are all like 15 16 that are getting all this power and money like yeah. in their also, hands but, but their schedule seems grueling i would not want to be... make content every day i cannot sometimes i'm just sitting on the mm. couch and i'm like i don't want to do shit today <laughs> yeah. and these people like most of the time they film things ahead of time so they'll have a bunch of content already filmed that they can post or whatever but yeah. but you are marketing yeah, every day you're you doing always, something yeah. or you're like learning this new dance move that has a whatever yeah. like if you're those people you who put are, makeup on every day I'm like no I don't even have to I <laughs> last time I put on makeup was just because I was Jasmine for a princess party. Well, <laughs> I do not remember that ever. Today. That's as far as I went. I was like, and now we look not so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, odd jobs. Odd jobs. You've worked many? Yes. Yeah. What were you like, I'd work that odd job again. <laughs> or one, or one oh you're just God. like, so fuck that job. I had this... Perfect. When I was at Stella Adler for two years, I worked in this cafe. It actually ended up, it was a Craigslist ad that I answered when I was over in Rockland. I just finished this, like, um, delivery job for a catering place. I was also a a caterer for some reason without any experience. They Mm. were just like, make food. And I was like, sure. That makes me think I'm party down. I've been thrown into so many. Yes. I I almost cut my thumb off when I worked there cutting a pineapple. It was mostly fruit and like fruit baskets and all these sandwich baskets and stuff. I didn't cut it right. I didn't know how to cut a pineapple before I worked at this this place. And they put me in charge. No. You can look it up. No, I actually had to look it up on YouTube but I thought I knew going in. You know, you just had confidence that you're like, I know how to cut a fruit. And then you're like, and then you don't. So... 
Yeah, so I've been thrown into a lot of odd jobs. Um, but I had I answered this Craigslist ad for this cafe in an office building lobby, and it ended up being in my partner's office building, Steve, where his law firm was <gasps> in the lobby. Met? No, oh. we met at a sports authority we worked at actually. I also <laughs> worked at a sports authority okay, okay. for a hot minute. Um after working at a movie theater as a manager at like 19, I don't know why they made me like a supervisor. I swear to God, I worked there from 17 to like theater where AMC in the Palisades Mall. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and I was a dickhead. I worked there from like 16 to 19, and I was like such a piece of shit. I showed up in pajamas all the time, like because I was like, I hate it here. Fire me! No one would fire me. Like, and I was yeah. I don't know why I got so much responsibility all the time, and I was like, I'm not good at this. Um, Did you get to watch? What, what comes with being, what are the bonuses? With oh, yeah, you got free movies until, like, towards the end when I was leaving, they started, AMC started changing guidelines where uh, it was, like, you could only bring a person with you, you have to go with them. It used to be, like, have fun. Like, we would just be up in the projector booths fucking around. Like, yeah. I did the posters all the time. We would just get movies, watch movies all the time, get free food and everything. What but then worlds. they started getting, like, stricter, yeah, towards the end. It used to be, like, a free-for-all when I was there. Um, so what do you mean? The, the cafe. Office. Yes. Oh, the so cafe. I worked at yeah. the cafe. It was a hole in the wall cafe in the lobby of this office building, huge office building. Mm-hmm. And I just had the same like twenty regulars or thirty regulars. It was cash off the books. Mm-hmm. The guy was fucking in love with me, Joe, this Italian guy. He thought it was like his kid to the point of like, You're coming to dinner with me. And like me and Steve <laughs> had to go to dinner with him. He started singing karaoke does. Like at the dinner. He was so sweet. Um, and then they had a hair salon right next door in the lobby of this place, and there was also a gym, so I would go on an hour break, even though, like, I just started telling him, I was like, I'm taking an hour, like, and he was like, okay, and he always even paid me for the hour anyways, like, it was always, like, five, six hundred off the books, plus the tips, it was just me, because it was, like, a hole in the wall, I only worked, like, I worked seven to... Four and then I left for school and I would already be in White Plains because it was in White Plains yeah. and then I would be oh, on the so side for the city and yeah. just drive down. So that was my routine for two years and it was just great, you know. It was like same regulars would come. I knew how to make their coffee. I trained new girls all the time on and off, but they would always quit. So mm-hmm. and then Joe, uh, the haircut place next door was run by his best friend, so he gave me free haircuts all the time. It was nice. like ideal. I was going to the gym like on break. So it was just a little world that I had in there, and I was, like, BFFs with the security guards. We'd yeah. always be, like, bullshitting. So yeah. that was a nice job. It was it was good to have. Like, the hours were long because, obviously, I was leaving at 6 a.m., and I wouldn't get home from school until 11 or 12 at night. So it was really long days, but it was good, like, stamina for the industry in general anyways because you true, have long true. days. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, took true. it as that. I get it too. It's like you have like a community too, and it's like it's cool when you can like kind of like look at your entire life and see like these like different pockets of time. Yeah, like, you have yeah. people who are, like, and are like you don't important. see those people anymore, really. Yeah. Like I haven't seen any of those people in so long, but it's like you still think about them all the time yeah. too. You're like those people yeah. are great, and that's most of the jobs that I've been in. I've been in some toxic environments of like jobs that I've picked up here and there. Restaurant industry is toxic sometimes, you know, especially in the Lower East Side where I worked for a long time, like mm-hmm. the last few years. Yeah. Um, a lot of drugs, a lot of, like, frat bros, <laughs> and just, like, an environment that can be very stressful because it's very busy all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was grateful for quarantine, actually, like, to get me, because I was coming out my wit's end of, like, all right, I'm, like, seven years in the restaurant industry now, and, like, That's from hostess time. to yeah. server, mm-hmm. and I'm just, like, I'm, I'm over it. Like, and it's, I was great money. I was making phenomenal money, but I was, like, I need a reset 
So I really love walking dogs now. Um, It's nice. Nice to have a reset. Yeah. Yeah. And walking dogs, like, I'm trying to find practical jobs that will keep me in the realm of being able to still run lines with myself or, like, Mm -hmm. glance at my phone and stuff. A lot of these jobs had restrictions on, like, you know, etiquette and stuff like that. And I always do really, I work hard in anything that I'm, like, thrown into, but... So I can't be, I'm never that person that, like, slacks off or will be on their phone or always calls out. Like, I never do, I can't do stuff like that, mm-hmm. just anxiety-wise. Mm-hmm. So, um, just a downward shame spiral later that day. Like, you're so <laughs> unreliable, people rely on you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, the voice in my head is very clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm very aware. But, like, when the voice in your head, like, gives you, like, things that you're like, oh, can't even argue with that. Now you yeah. get up thinking about you're like, why did you say that to I know. Me, boys? I'm like, you picked up the shift. Like, yeah. you gotta go. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. So now I've, I think I've found a good dog walking and then hopefully I'll find uh, a few more clients or maybe do some more, like, dog walk with a guy in Brooklyn. He has his own little company, so I might do that or something. Stay in the realm well, of that because dogs, you know, are... Also, just happy all the time. So yeah. it's like a little serotonin, serotonin for the day. Yeah, you yeah. usually have good dogs. You yeah. Have dogs yeah, for are... now, I've gotten lucky that I've That's had. Good. Yeah, there's one uh, dog that I walk that I walk for two hours to get the puppy energy out. Like, still uh, about a year. Yeah, a year now. Um, but she's so hyped up and she's so funny. But we just like biting the leash and ah, like wanting to play all the yeah, time. So yeah. she's fun, but she. She takes the energy out of me. Like, two-hour walk is long, like, in a yeah. row. Yeah. But everyone else is, like, most of the dogs are, we go to the dog park. Um, what are the to, dog names that you were just like, oh, that's a great Ozzy is one that I walk right now. He's a little sh- Australian Shepherd Mini. Um, Charlie is this huge golden retriever. It's, like, 100 pounds. Aww. Just, like, the mayor of the dog park. Everyone's obsessed <laughs> with him. Oh, called Charlie. You walk in, and everyone goes, Charlie! She's the best. Golden um, are so loyal. They're affectionate. They're so affectionate. They're just, and they're, they're just so like good. therapy dogs, like naturally. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, you're yeah. so happy all the yeah. time. Um, and then who That's else do I love? Coco is the crazy one. And then B is this little like wolf looking one, but like very mm. tiny like mm. kind of dog. Any dogs She's named cute. after actresses who would an Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. You've got seven. Seven. You exceeded your... You went, you, I know, I exceeded my that's, limit. So like, that's amazing. Really, but I'm trying to think... All right, uh, Natalie Portman, <laughs> Black Swan. Yes. Yep, yep. Um, who else? Also, Amy Adams has never won, right? No, she's like one of the big stars. She yeah. hasn't. She hasn't, you're right. Is she a Chastain hasn't yet? Is, have, you, have you... Uh, or you know, the actresses that you've named, one of them were one of your major influences? Or, like, somebody you're, like, stylistically, you're like, hmm. Yeah, so, like, my type and uh, kind of roles that they've done that fit in my realm is, like, Mackenzie Davis. Mm. I don't know if you know her. Um, And she's in, like, a Black Mirror episode. She's in Tully with Charlize Theron. Oh! Yeah, um, she's kind of, like, she she does roles that I like more on a dramatic side, kind of, but also her essence, like, kind of fits uh, mine for characters. And then what's the other girl's name? Christina Melotti. Um, oh, she was in yeah. Palm Springs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
She has oh. a lot of comedy, but then she sprinkles in like the dramatic indies here and there. Yeah, and she has a great range. Um, so I love her work. Yeah, what was that show she was on that they canceled? She was in a Black Mirror <clears throat> episode too. Actually. Yeah, she was. Real, real good one. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, like oh, Hot Mirror Mother is the show you're so thinking about. No, that's not the show I'm thinking about. She's the I've mother. also never seen that show. Ah, uh, well, you just spoiled it for me. I mean, she's the mother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, I've never seen that show either. I've seen bits here and there. I would say I look like, or they, I remind them of Colby Smulders a lot. I get that. So she's my type. I think it's just women that are like tall and, um, kind of like witty. Yeah. And then a lot with big heads I get named after because I kind of have a big head. Um, the girl from Girls, what's her name? Oh, Lena Dunham. No, and from Get Out, Lena Dunham. (laughs) Yeah, I know who you're talking a, about. That, I, I forget, and her dad's like a news anchor, so I can't remember. But um, I, I was like Bradley Whitford is a news anchor, and I really that, that I get her a lot, and I get like um, Gina Davis and mm. stuff a lot. Um, and then the one from Lost yes. that played the sister, she was also in Taken. Um, I forget her name, but people like that kind of fit my vibe. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the best actresses. Like, I'm trying to think of obscure ones. Yeah. That always stick you out. The, weird, the ones who don't... Who are like, yeah. Oh, I'm just... How did you get 46? <laughs> well, not, not of this category. She did a different category. Oh, yeah, true. Different category. Still. Everyone gets a different category. Oh, Maggie something. Grace? Is that category? Yeah, Maggie Grace. Taken? Yeah. And then the I girl in... Get out. It's just going to bug me if I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I do I even want to ask uh, Oscars. Oscars. Uh, so it's okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Allison Williams. Uh, yeah, Allison Williams. Oh, yeah, she was Peter Pan in... Uh, yeah, like, that's like a, right. You know, that's like probably the, the movie... That's the first... I think that was the first role I've seen Lakeith Stanfield in. Peter Pan, no. Oh, and no, Get so Out. Fucking funny. I love him. His he range was in Get, is right? unreal. When he was... I think, oh now that I think back at, because he's a very minor character, but that's probably the first one. Oh, fuck, you're right. Was it, or yeah. was it Atlanta first? You're right. I totally I right. love Atlanta so How could I forget much. Atlanta? Yeah, that was probably God. first then. And then we're going to get that season soon, I think, or two seasons in 2020. We're getting two seasons? Coming. Well, he's filming two back-to-back right now, oh. so. How do people do that? I don't know. He's wild. Ask James Cameron. He's been filming back-to-back for 20 years. <laughs> yes, I <know. laughs> But also, as that's an actor, true. for you to memorize two different scripts, and yeah. to do, I, I yeah. just, oh, I I just so, can't. So, so is it hard to memorize lines for you? Like, do you feel like it gets easier now? As time it gets goes easier, on? yeah. I mean, it's it's always been, if I sit and focus with it and work on it, the lines are pretty much picked up like mm-hmm. pretty easily. Um, I memorized all of proof because I was behind and thought we had like an extra week before filming, but we mm-hmm. didn't. So I memorized it in three days. What are your tricks? What are your tips? Whoa. How do you do it? Um, it's just a lot of there's. The class I'm doing now, he actually showed us 14 different ways to memorize. And I think, like, with memorizing, it's, like, you know, a lot of people do where the lines are blacked out in, like, this app. And then you'll get revealed, like, your cue line. There's, I record my lines into an app and they play back kind of thing and I listen. There's always an app. There's always, like, the stack method where it's, like, you memorize one line, next line, then you go back up. And then that one, like, that kind of way. So just different ways of, like... Um, with the proof I just memorized in order, like I had the first act kind of memorized, which was the longest, but then I still had 
eight, seven other scenes. So I memorize that just different ways with each one. Right before bed works a lot um, for some reason. Sleep so, on it. Yeah, just sleeping on it. But yeah, I, I don't mind a lot. Do you dream when you're like uh, working on a role? I don't. I don't remember my dreams a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember your dreams? Sometimes, um, yeah. yeah. Jordan, never. Once in a while, I will. Or, like, right at the beginning, when I wake up, I'll be like, wow, but then it'll completely vanish. Yeah. Usually if I, I smoke... I stoner brain, too. Yeah, if, if I smoke <laughs> weed, usually I won't remember the joke, yeah. but if I yeah. don't smoke, I will usually I'm remember most I'm always smoking, yeah. so... Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't, I don't remember them, but I just, like, wake up and I'm scared, and I'm like, fuck, I don't remember what just happened, but yeah. I, I know whatever I'll I was dreaming. or something, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, you got eight. Anything yeah. else you want to squeeze out before Oh, we... I don't think so. I can't even... Why it's can't... I think a lot of supporting is coming in my mind, yeah. too. Like, Lupito is supporting. That's great. It's not what we want. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> I can't think of leaves yeah, of those days. days. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'll go with eight. Cool. Cool, solid number. Congratulations. Very good. It is. It's an even number Nicely I'm happy. Done. That's so. right, yep. Well, we... I'm, very, very much enjoyed you being on the episode Thank you for, having for me. Sessions of Raging. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Do you have anything you want to plug? Any handles? Anything you want to tell people you're doing? Um, or just shout at anything at people who are listening? Well, my website is www.meganlane.com. Um, I try, I'm updating that right now, so it'll be a little different, but I'm trying to keep that updated on news. And uh, yeah, just doing this class for now. And you can follow me on Instagram, Megan Lane. L-A-M-E, as we said. And TikTok, <laughs> same, or Megan Lane Actor. So I have Sweet. two of those. And but. we'll also put all that information uh, in the description when we upload yeah. the uh, the episode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Brendan, any last thoughts? This is the end of the episode. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Tune in. Uh, oh, uh, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs>